his victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and uh, with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. Pretty awesome. Saturday. Yeah? Yeah. Not working. I'm happy. (laughs) Uh, That's that's definitely an upgrade, right? Yeah. (laughs) What have you been up to, Brian? Oh, same old, same old. Working. New job? Yeah, new job. Couldn't do the night thing no more. It's yeah. crazy to say, but it's uh kinda kinda dangerous out here in these Anchorage streets. <laughs> the mean Too streets m- of Anchorage, huh? Yeah. Had a conversation with Nez about it. I, I was on his uh show, probably coming out here pretty soon. But uh yeah, lots changed up here. So nighttime out mm-hmm. outside, not not the best place to be. Was it just like the northern lights that drive people crazy or what? Uh, Well, it's about to be summertime, so I think it's the constant daylight all the time. Oh. It's got people confused. Okay. Right. That's that crazy shit. You got yeah. weird Eskimo gangsters. <laughs> Man, it gives a whole new meaning to the term summertime blues, huh? Yeah. All right, well, fuck, let's jump in, guys. Uh, coolest thing you've seen this week, Brian? actually got three not cools ouch <laughs> um, oh no gotta have one out. cool man uh, I don't think I do <laughs> uh, I checked out this movie called uh, and soon the darkness with Amber Heard oh no I saw you post that on Facebook I I didn't look didn't look very good from the poster man. yeah basically if you've ever seen a movie where a couple of chicks go to another country to backpack or vacation mm-hmm. you already know what happens Uh-oh. so <laughs> typical by the numbers movie it was amber heard is her acting is atrocious it really is <laughs> and, what else uh, has she been in well, she's going to be the new uh, show, not not the new. She's in the new uh, Aquaman movie coming out. Oh, but, that's the super hot yeah. blonde chick. Okay, yeah, yeah that's the fish chick. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I can't think of some anything she's really been good in. Why would they pick her? For, oh, never mind. Say no more. DC Universe. Exactly. Of course. Okay. And it ha- also had a, I can't think of his name. Carl Urban. He was in it for no oh, reason. Oh, he's usually pretty good. Yeah, he was in it about ten minutes altogether. Mm. He didn't do nothing in it. Oh, no, that no. sucks. And <laughs> I hate I, when they I, waste actors like that. Yeah, I, I think this was an older movie a few years ago. So, and I, just for shits and giggles, I fucking watched Kidnap with Holly Berry. 
Yeah. Ooh, it, we, that we almost saw that fell. Bill, didn't we? Yeah. That almost <laughs> fell into the cool of the week just because it was yeah. so funny, but not on purpose funny. Yeah. You talk about stupid Ouch. people. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, this movie angered my wife. It was so bad that she just kept glaring at me like, why are we watching this? And I was like, it was, it was, it was late at night. There was nothing on. Well, so. well, so give us the give us the stupid. We got to play the stupid people sounder, man, because Patrick went out well, his way to get it for us. We haven't used it in like four months. Okay, I'll give you one thing that just blew my mind. She is chasing after this person that kidnapped her kid, and a toolbox falls out of the person's car, and then she mm-hmm. swerves all over the road, screaming like. Okay. I don't know. Like it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. It was a not a large toolbox, but she swerved out of the way like like a body fell out the back of the trunk or something. <laughs> or I don't know. It was it was fucking ridiculous. Well, and then she but, had a moment in there I remember where she had the chance to just run him the fuck over, and she didn't take it. Yeah. Oh, you talking about when they were negotiating? Yeah. I uh, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Hmm. <laughs> You could play that sounder for this entire movie. <laughs> but my real not cool of the week, the Houston Rockets. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. That was definitely not cool. Could not pull it out in game seven. They were in there, though. Yeah. Close. If Chris Paul would have not been injured, I think it would have went mm-hmm. totally different, at least game six or seven. But or if they'd have hit well, a couple of those 27 threes that they missed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> hmm. Live by the three, die by the three. Yeah, exactly. they died by it. <laughs> so, with that and those two movies, it, it was a pretty shitty week as far as watching stuff. Rough week, huh? Oh That's boy, a, Phil, can you bring us up, man? Uh, I can. I have a couple of cool of the weeks actually. Um, one I watched uh, on Netflix, uh, Cargo with uh, Martin ah, Freeman. Nice. Okay. The, zombie flick and uh it was it was pretty good it was another one of those zombie slow burns but it was like a real world like world builder and they're Mm -hmm. in um australia so like the aboriginal people are really the only ones who have survived this because they went back to the old ways and Mm -hmm. uh it's just like hiding from predators and shit for them right so uh he's got a he's he's been bit and he has to uh find his daughter a safe place before he turns he has 48 hours before he turns and uh, they did a really good job of it and you know martin freeman is great and everything i watch him in so that was pretty cool and then uh cobra kai i finally watched it (laughs) easily easily binged through the whole thing man that was a great fucking show i didn't expect that at all it was uh it's just taking a different perspective on uh, Karate Kid and the events that happened, you know, and where it kind of makes Johnny out to be uh, sort of the good guy. Well, not so much the good guy, more the victim. Kind of a, but, flawed, uh, a flawed hero. He does yeah. make he does make a good case for his his, uh, his side of the his story. Side of, yeah, he does. And uh, while his methods are a little extreme when he's trying to teach the kids, it's kind of a bad news bears sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's you know maybe a little too tough on him, but he's like teaching these nerds to be tough, and mm-hmm. uh, that's the new Cobra Kai. 
and it reminds you a lot of the old Cobra Kai, but after a backstory, suddenly they're not necessarily the bad guys anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was a cool perspective, man. I, I have to go back and watch The Karate Kid with new eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I had a, I kind of have two... I have two competing for cool of the week, but I think uh, I think ult- ultimately one's gonna one's gonna win out. Um, but I did start watching, or I've I've seen. I have no doubt it'll be my cool of the week next week because I've only had a chance to see the first episode. But uh, I took uh, took Patrick's advice and started uh, Deadwood. Oh, nice. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is gonna it's gonna be a great show. I, I especially love the last five or ten minutes of it. It's like it really set it up for the rest of the series. I gotta so, watch it. My def- wife didn't she didn't yeah. want to watch it with me. Oh man, it's it's definitely cool of the week. It's it's a guy's show, man. She, yeah, she I figured. may not enjoy it. I'm probably gonna watch it, you know, pretty much without AJ. Yeah. But um yeah, dude, it's awesome. But my cool of the week, despite all my protestations, my moans and my groans, my bitching, my refusal to watch it. You just mentioned it, Phil. Oh, you Cobra watched it. Kai. <laughs> yeah, watched all ten episodes in one day. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to get sucked into that one. <laughs> Fucking amazing, man! You guys mm-hmm. were right. <laughs> you weren't exaggerating. It it is so much better than it has a right to be. Brian, why do you why do you think it's so damn good, man? I it because it knows what it is like there there's some scenes in it that, that yes it is cheesy but it it knows it's cheesy and mm-hmm. it kind of it sticks to what the movies were you know it doesn't try to be anything more or anything less you know yeah and, there's a couple of really good jokes in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i i love how johnny's just so out of touch with anything <laughs> yeah. He's handing out flyers and he's like, Yeah, go visit our site. It's pretty rad. <laughs> WW period Cobra Kai period T O M. What's Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dude does not do the book face. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's so well written because all the characters are just multifaceted and there's really no good guy, no bad guy, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just different points of view. And I thought I knew what what was coming at the end, but it it wasn't what I was expected. It kind of flipped it on me. So uh, I, I'm continually surprised by how good each episode would end, and how much you because that little Cobra Kai symbol comes up, and mm-hmm. the music starts, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, that's the end of that one. But these are they're like 30 minutes. They feel like they're 10 minutes each for some yeah. reason. You know, it's so. And then you're like so excited good. about watching the next one. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's always a good show. And they they. They have some surprises coming. Oh, oh it's season no two. Yeah, season two. Oh, if you if you're familiar with the with the film franchise, they they have some surprises coming. Well, okay. you know, I not- I noticed one of the uh, executive producers is is uh, Will Smith. Did you guys know that? Yeah, it's through his uh, company, which I hope right? we don't fucking get <laughs> Jaden Smith. I know what you're getting. At. That's that's <laughs> not that's not canon. That's mm-hmm. keep that out of it. Think, they should I, bring him in just as like a, a a little side character, or an extra or something, and he says something completely off the wall and stupid. Oh, no. I, you know what? I wouldn't mind if there's a scene with the uh, what is the main character Miguel. If uh-huh. it's just yeah. a scene like they're at a grocery store and they just like walk by right. each other and just kind of look at each other and then just keep walking. I don't need Jaden to say anything. Just yeah, it's, it's as far as it. I think Will Smith knows what this is. I, I don't think I think he's a savvy enough businessman. He's not going to fuck with the formula. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, he made those formulaic mute movies for years, and he was mm-hmm. amazing at it. Right. Well, shit. One day, uh, one day, maybe we'll actually do that that Walking Dead retrospective, and maybe we'll actually do the, do this one too. <laughs> actually, the Walking Dead retrospective is going to be pretty is going to be pretty short. I think. Have you guys finished? Are you guys up to date or not? Yeah. I binge the whole thing. I have some questions because you up oh, to that'll be Phil? interesting. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah, yeah, are you are you to... talking Walking Dead and the headlines at all, Brian? Yep. Okay, okay. we'll get. To I'll, that I'll hold then. my yeah, Fair I'll hold my comments for that. <laughs> all right, cool. So Cobra Kai, huh? It's unanimous. Go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. What are you doing? Speaking of headlines, Brian, we talked about Jamie Foxx being Spawn. He's official. He is Spawn. Huh. And um, okay. really interested. Yeah, really interested to see how this is going because uh, Todd right. McFarlane, the creator, he's uh, writing and directing this movie, and Blumhouse is producing it, and it's got only going to be on a ten what? million dollar budget. Oh hmm. wow! So. What in the world? <laughs> Blumhouse has been up in their game lately, so we'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spawn is set for a 2019 release date. So okay. Okay, um, you guys remember when we watched the Slenderman uh, trailer? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That movie was slated for early summer, then got switched to August 24th. Now it's being said that the film producers and Sony are in arguments over the movie. Like the rights? Yeah, the producers have exercised a clause Mm. in their contract that they can shop the movie to other studios and they have, including Netflix and Amazon. But if they do not reach a deal, then Sony can show it. Hmm. Is that good or bad? Um, from what I read, it's uh, Sony sees it as a low budget Blumhouse style release, but the producers feel like it has uh, more potential and wants a, a bigger marketing push. So, hmm. well, that might be a good thing. Yeah. If they don't, I mean, if they don't find any uh, distribution or studios or whatever, it, they don't have to show it in theaters mm-hmm. at all. So it could be, it could end up being a bad thing. I don't know. Um, as long as it comes out at some point, it's like hold these movies in like this indefinite black hole that are already done. It drives me crazy. Yeah. So, uh, we shall see. Uh, let's see. Uh, director Corin Hardy and Jason Momoa have left the Crow remake due to, <laughs> as you guys probably already know, creative Great and financial differences. Difference. Okay. And, uh, Jason Momoa tweeted out, it just kind of sounded like they weren't letting them do what they wanted to do. I'm not really yeah. for the Crow remake, but it really sounded yeah. like Jason Momoa and Corin Hardy really had a passion for this project and wanted it to do a certain way. And I guess uh, the studio is not having it. So Yeah, I think he would have been a really cool Crow, but it had so much potential to what? really suck. Yeah, a yeah. lot of potential. So the crow, I mean, dude, the crow though, he isn't he supposed to be like a real skinny, almost like a decomposing. If you read the comic books, it's like he's a uh, like super goth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jason Momoa just seems anything but that to me. Yeah, he's like the epitome of hale and hearty. 
You know, it's kind of like if uh, it's kind of like if The Rock were to play a, a skeleton, the role of a skeleton in Army of Darkness <laughs> or something. You know, it just makes no sense. I, I think he'd be intimidating as shit and would look really cool as the crow. But uh, I, 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 I save, love Jason Momoa despite man. despite Justice League. Right. <laughs> well, I love I love Conan the Conan movie that he came out in. I thought it was awesome. I mean, it was mm-hmm. nothing like the the original, but. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of that. I thought that was a great a great role for him. Mm, I'll have to go back and watch that. I think I saw it, but I can't remember. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun movie, man. Mm-hmm. All right, on to probably the biggest news of the week. Andrew Lincoln is set to leave The Walking Dead after season nine. Now, now, why would they announce that instead of just surprise everybody? Were they afraid they couldn't keep it couldn't keep it quiet or what? Uh. I don't know. It's just it seems like he's done. And they're saying also uh-huh. uh Lauren Cohen who plays Maggie, she's uh okay. there was a lot of stories going back and forth that she's coming back. She is coming back, but uh-huh. she also might leave after season 9. Great. So so what does that mean? Is that going to be the end of the are they going to wrap it up and this is going to be the final season? Or well, I mean, are they, they going to try to get somebody different to play Rick or kill him <laughs> off or what? Well, uh, the, from what I read, they're offering Norman Reedus a yeah. $20 million contract to be the new lead. Well, I think if they're going to do that, control. yeah, I think if they're going to do that, they ought to just do a spinoff or something. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Wrap this one up and don't even bother with the whispers or any of the other stories and just just end it. Like put Negan in, in jail like you, like they do in the comic book, but then, I don't know, have him get out and and kill Rick? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. They're already so far off the rails in a comic book. They they shouldn't even be calling it The Walking Dead anymore at this point. You know, they're yeah. off the rails on everything, man. It started out at, like so real and cool, mm-hmm. and and now you're not even worried about the zombies anymore. It's just <laughs> these crazy battles right. between these crazy personalities that have that are not realistic at all. You know. Hmm. But it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know what the actual reason for Andrew Lincoln, but I know uh, Lauren Cohen's, I I think it's a contract issue because apparently the female actresses do not get paid well. Okay, well, that well, that's that's just stupid for them for them to lose her because they've already lost uh, Carl, who is one of the biggest characters still going in the comic books. Okay, now they're now they've already said they're going to lose Rick, who's probably the biggest character in the comic books. Are they going to really lose Maggie, who's probably the third biggest character in the comic books right now? I mean, there sounds like they're just rebooting. Period, huh? Yeah, because it doesn't even sound like she's. It says she might come back, but they're both saying uh, for both characters are only going to be in six wow. episodes. See, and I'm yeah. not even worried about him losing Maggie. She, I, she uh, well, I is like not super interesting for me in the last season, anyway. Yeah, but she's I, potential I, man. She does a lot in the comic book, though, that doesn't come across in the show. I kind of like how situations got kind of set up at the in the last episode with mm-hmm. her, and uh, not not to get into our uh, Walking Dead uh, review, but with her and. Uh, Daryl and how things might go in that direction. Yeah, right. Well, maybe that's how they'll hit that side of it. Yeah, they're they're gonna have to kill her off if she's gonna leave. Right. 
Are they just going to... Is Rick just going <laughs> to... Get on a horse and, and yeah. run off into the sunset. And there say, you go. You know, see you guys at the <laughs> finale or what? <laughs> Guess so. <laughs> wow. Well, on that note, that is all the news. Slow news week. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, uh, with talking about Norman Reedus, I think we're really ready to go down to the trailer park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so, the king uh, of. All right. Not a big week for trailers. So this is all I could find. <laughs> so first one is going to be Amityville Prison, <laughs> starring Josh Kahn, Leah Holleran, and directed by Brian Caballero. Caballero, huh? The three Caballeros. <laughs> oh. I don't think this is real, dude. I think I think this is like that handjob cabin, dude. I can't find an Amityville prison on IMDb anywhere, dude. I looked Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they don't even have it on IMDb. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even, you know what? I didn't even write it down, but Uh this movie had a different name. Oh, no. Okay. And I believe it was filmed a couple years ago. Ouch. Oh, no. Kiss of death. Yeah, because when I was doing my notes, I I also went to IMDb and I put in Amityville prison and it just said nothing. And I had to do some research. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, change title. Just now being released. Um, <laughs> probably didn't have anything wow. to do with Amityville, and then they just attached right. the name to it, and they're going to make it some obscure reference to it or something. Yeah. So, listeners, I think you can probably already <laughs> tell how we feel about this trailer. So. Yeah, it, it wasn't 20- anything awesome. <laughs> <laughs> June 29th. I will post a trailer on the Facebook page and everything, oh, so go check thank, it out. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> on to another amazing trailer. Yeah? Darkness Reigns. <laughs> it did look half bad. Zachary Murin, Lenar Washington, and Casper Van Dien as himself. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> It's already it's already got a, a an unfortunate name. It's gonna mm-hmm. fall into obscurity ten minutes after we watch it because of <laughs> the fifty other movies named Darkness something. Oh boy! So, but yeah. it, I mean, it looked like a good time. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it. yeah. It just it looked like one of those uh, found footage. Uh, it this will be on Netflix or Amazon, probably Amazon. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Yeah, directed by Andrew P. Jones. Um, I believe he worked on a, oh, what is the movie that uh, Burt Reynolds uh, is in? Smoke that I've been Man? hearing. No, newer movie. <laughs> um, the last movie star, Dirk Diggler. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> they were talking about it on the on, on the binge cast. The last movie star, okay. Magnum PI. So, you know. Is he doing a remake of Magnum PI? You know what? There is a TV show coming out. Mm. Not to get off topic, but... Uh, yeah. We may as what well. Is that? <laughs> we uh, may as well. I'd buy that for a dollar. What is the, the dude from Suicide Squad that was uh, the fire guy? Jay Hernandez. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's Magnum P.I. How is this he's guy Mag- going to fit another role under his belt? He's in like 17 movies a year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he is oh, the dude Magnum P.I. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, could be good, man. A little disappointed. I saw like a still from the TV show. He does not have the right. mustache. 
Oh, well, then forget oh, it. Sweet. He's not Magnum yeah. P.I. without the stash. <laughs> Why would you do that? Darkness reigns. Darkness <laughs> reigns. All right. <laughs> and that is it. All right, Phil. As usual, it's up to you to bail us out, dude. <laughs> uh, Ryan Stevens says, exactly what does this have to do with horror, sir? I can get on board with this, provided Disney doesn't ruin Han Solo uh, the way they did in Episode 8. Uh, but I can't really blame you for that. And uh, Adam Bunch says, oh, it looks horrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hey, we got to throw some pop culture in there every once in a while. Fucking Star right. Wars. You got to watch that. Um, let's see. Regarding cargo. Hey, there we go. Uh, Denny Louie uh, says the Art Cali movie. Uh, uh, Art loves his cargo shorts. <laughs> there you right. go. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, hell no. I plan to wear cargo shorts all week in Chicago, guys. You can you can you can put a lot of stuff in those in those pockets on the cargo shorts, guys. They're functional, yes, man. Very functional. Yep. Low maintenance. Yep. Uh, let's see. Brian created a poll. Uh, says, would you be interested in the Evil Dead universe to continue without Bruce Campbell? Uh, so far, the no ways outweigh the yeses. Oh, come uh, most on. Of, most yeah. of the, our listeners seem ready to let the, the Evil Dead The one-off movie was good, and Bruce Campbell you know, was and, it. And we, I, we probably should have brought up in news. Uh, I guess there was a tweet that Bruce Campbell hinted there might be other, I guess how he put it, incarnations mm-hmm. of the series. Right. So I don't know if we'll get a spinoff show, another movie. I heard a video game or something. Oh, that That'd would be, be awesome. Yeah, I would love a video game with the success of the the Friday the Thirteenth game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, dude, imagine That'd imagine be- a virtual reality Walking Dead video game. Oh, that'd be super cool and scary <laughs> as hell. Hell yeah, dude! And uh, think about all the things you could do with it because you could actually have the Necronomicon and you could use your hands like the VR gloves to open the pages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would read be cool. from them. Yeah, like it. doesn't it seem like that'd be awesome? Yeah, except yeah. I don't want like a corpse asshole on my head. <laughs> <laughs> not even a virtual one, huh? Yeah, it was funny to watch. Probably not so funny to be in. <laughs> uh, I just thought of the sperm bank scene. Oh, no. <laughs> just, just dodging left and right. <laughs> Me dodging like a motherfucker. <laughs> Dip, duck. Dive, wow. dodge, man! If they're not working on this right now, guys, we need to. <laughs> All right. Uh, regarding the confirmed Boba Fett movie, uh, Ryan Stevens uh, said, "Not Ryan Johnson." Good. I'm glad that piece of shit doesn't spell his name the oh, same as I. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I get some hate, man. I, yeah. I, I guess I can see both sides of it. All right, I, yeah. after. I, Having I don't think he's a piece of a shit, though. No, <laughs> and I'm I'm still excited about the uh, trilogy that he's coming out with, mm-hmm. depending on what uh-huh. it's about. No more no more solo movies. Just leave that shit alone. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a I'm a Ryan Johnson fan. I mean, am I the am I the only one who who is? I guess everybody thinks he's kind of once they give him it, some money to work with, he kind of fucks it up. Brian, is that the general consensus? Yeah, but. I don't have no problem with him either. You know, mm-hmm. I I like 
the last Star Wars movie, so I'm fine. Me too, but I I I can see where people are coming from, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. probably the first time I've said that. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see, Samantha Bean. Uh, so the Star Wars Christmas special, aka Happy Life Day, uh, is an absolute must for us every year. Oh, uh, wow. We caught it three years ago when Facebook was streaming it live from some fan page. Uh, it was so absurd and insane that we fell in love with it. It's like an acid trip without the acid and a dash of PCP and cocaine. Oh, wow. That sounds like a good time. Okay. <laughs> uh, something that bad is too good not to revisit once a year. I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds exciting. <laughs> You've never seen the Christmas special? No. Oh, the old. Okay, I know what yeah, you're talking about. One. I've never watched it. Really? Oh, it it's yeah. on Facebook or not Facebook? It's on YouTube. Oh, I got to check it yeah. out. Yeah, maybe we should do it for our for our uh, Christmas show. Yeah, I'm down. Right? Yeah, definitely. Unless they come out with a Medea Christmas. Well, Lance. which of course we have no. to watch that. Uh, I mean, it's going on the docket, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Can't quit now. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Uh, uh, I quit so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> regarding, uh, hey, uh, this is the one you talked about, Lance, regarding hand yeah. job cabin. Uh, <laughs> Eric Ammon Gilbert, uh, Eric, Eric King Ammon Gilbert uh, says, needs to review this one. <laughs> er- Eric said A- Ammon Gilbert needs to review Oh, it. there you Let, go. Let's tell us the backstory on that one, Brian. Oh, hand job, uh, who, uh, why Ammon should review it? Yeah, why do you why do you think Eric thinks Ammon should review it? Well, if you listen to the bench, if uh, if you ever heard his uh, "This Is Us" uh, weekly uh, reviews, he can make anything sound amazing in his <laughs> reviews. <laughs> I will never watch "This Is Us." I don't right? need to because I just hear his episode by episode reviews, and they are amazing. That'd be let down talent. if you watch the show. Uh, yeah, trust me, you would be. My wife watches it, so pretty much means I watch it <laughs> sometimes. All right, hang on a second. I lost my page. Let's see. Regarding the new poster for Meg, uh, Eric Bylanock says, uh, how many downers is this bitch on not to notice a three-story shark fin behind her? <laughs> <laughs> Also, how the fuck far out did she float to be in deep enough water for this shark to be there? Good question. (laughs) Good question, man. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, some dude on the beach a couple weeks ago pulled in like a five foot. I mean, obviously, this is a lot bigger than a five foot shark. But like from the beach fishing, pulled in a five foot black tip. It was scary as shit. Uh, Let's see. That'll get you thinking, won't it? Next time you go out there. Yeah, I'm still excited about this movie. Sharks have always always freaked me out. Uh, Ryan Stevens says, uh, pretty sure it's a bad sign when I'm watching a horror film and keep thinking, hey, pretty cool soundtrack for The Stranger's Prey at Night. Uh, Brian, (laughs) you had something to say about that, right, Brian? Yeah, especially for that movie. The soundtrack is way better than the actual movie. Well, that was when they just threw in 80 shit for it to be popular because that's what's Mm -hmm. going on right now. Right. Um, well, hey, that movie is allegedly available now, so yeah, I might have to check it out just just for that reason alone, you know. Uh, one more because one bad movie just made me think of another bad movie. Mm-hmm. 
our fears are going to happen. Our nightmares are going to happen. Uh, we are going to get another Insidious movie because Insidious, the last key, oh, is no. the highest grossing Insidious movie How of the did series. That wow. <laughs> because people don't know what a good movie hmm. is, I guess. I don't know. That's insanity. That's pretty bad. Well, that should suck a lot. <laughs> pretty bad. Uh, regarding the Killer Clowns 30th anniversary, uh, Darren Wilson says, I love this movie so much, and it was the first time I heard the Dickies. <laughs> kill, the, kill, you know, at the original Killer, uh, killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's a, that must be a pretty good pretty good uh, DVD release, because a lot of people have told me they, they bought that. Brian, did you did you pick it up? Uh, the movie? Yeah. Uh, the new one, uh, the new one they just put out. Yeah, wasn't it uh, like you uh, was thirtieth anniversary? I, didn't they come out with like a new uh, Blu-ray with a whole lot of extras? Yeah, I, I got it. I haven't cracked it open. It's from uh, Arrow. Arrow okay. put it out. So, man, yep. classic movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wish wish we could just uh, drive drive out there to your place and and watch it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be a long drive, but right. Somebody gas up the jet. <laughs> Right. Sure. The the horror returns jet, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's, let's, we're going to start a uh, crowdfund page or something. Ooh, that'd, take a, that'd take a lot of crowdfunding, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. Regarding uh, Jason Momoa and the director, Corin Harden, leaving the Crow mm-hmm. reboot. Oh boy. Uh, Stephen Loblad says uh, would have been trash anyway, and Jordan <laughs> B- Jordan Bibby uh, said could see it happen miles off. This will never get made. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I, I kind of expected that to happen too. It's right. I, I, I don't I don't think it'll ever get made, and I'm I'm kind of okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's it for uh, feedback this week. Thank you to everybody who reaches out to us. Uh, as always, you can reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com, uh, or catch us on any of the social medias. Uh, don't forget. We're still running the contest, so be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and uh, get a T-shirt or a koozie uh, whenever we get those made. We're going to make it happen. Well, there's and, no need. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go on a little rant here now. Uh-oh. Um, cuz we know you guys are we know you guys are listening to the show. Our da- our down our download numbers have doubled. As we said a few weeks ago in the last uh, 6 months, they've doubled. So and we've got a Facebook page is now over went over fifteen hundred likes, our uh, main Facebook page. Awesome, um, Brian. You said we're kind of working on expanding our our Twitter our Twitter presence a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, bottom line, we know you fuckers are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a fucking don't. review. It, it, look, if you don't have iTunes, I, I know it takes I know it takes a few minutes to go in there and do it. If you don't have iTunes, send us a fucking email that we can read that we can read on the air. Uh, oh yeah, we That'd really want to get these koozies out, and frankly, we're ready to go. I've got the budget lined up and everything. I just haven't gotten them printed because we haven't had any entries. Um, Brian, maybe you can help me out here, dude. I'm I'm, I'm flailing here. I need some help. Yeah. Don't yell at the listeners. You know, yeah, <laughs> Brian. Usually, you're the one. You're the one who comes up with some great. Great contest and shit. Help, help me out here, dude. Give us something these people can do to get involved in the show, man, so we can send some shit out and get the word out there. Well, for one, please leave us. It really will help the show out. 
it'll it'll get us out there more on iTunes. iTunes will actually the more the more positive reviews and downloads and stuff, iTunes will like kind of put us out there for more people to listen to. Help so me it'll, it'll, help you. Exactly. And as far as uh giving out stuff, I'll give out some some Blu-rays. I got some Blu-rays here to give out. I've yep. been holding on to them, but I will throw them in there with Lance, you can we can we can do a package deal. All right, that we can put good, a Blu-ray. Man. We can put a Blu-ray together with a T-shirt or a beer koozie. Mm. Man, we'll have to come up with something cool for that. Can't beat that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, man. That's that's about it, guys. Listen to us and leave us a review and uh, join our Facebook group. Uh, anybody's free to join. Um, mm-hmm. Just you know, comment on some of the stuff that we put out, and uh, it's a fun time, man. We got a great Facebook page. Like and you thank said. you for getting us this far, man. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if yeah. I fuck up your names every week. <laughs> oh, you'll start getting some really good ones now, I'm sure. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, fucking A. Well, let's move on to uh, featured attractions. This week, it's uh, Upgrade, the, the new movie uh, that is directed and written by Lee Whannell. And uh, the original RoboCop from 1987. So we'll start out with, uh, as we usually do, the classic film RoboCop. Director was Paul Verhoeven, also known for Starship Troopers. And uh, Philip, can you think of at least one other uh, classic movie this guy's directed? Uh, Only because I'm looking at the notes and I didn't know this. Showgirls. (laughs) What a shocker, huh? What? I know. That gives him some street cred. Oh, no doubt, man. It's so weird. You see his other movies like Total Recall and Starship Troopers and all that, and then Showgirls. Doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. But uh, I don't know. Showgirls was pretty awesome in its own way, too. It was one of those so bad it's good movies, right? Yeah, absolutely. She should have been like a stripper superhero. How awesome would that (laughs) be? Stripperella? Yeah. <laughs> uh, writers were Ed Newmeyer and Michael Miner, also known for Starship Troopers and Robocop 2. Uh, so the Robocop suit was so hot and heavy that Peter Weller was losing three pounds a day from water loss. Uh, our wives could go for that right now, huh, Phil? Hell, I could go for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually uh, it got so hot that they installed an air conditioner unit inside of his suit. God damn, imagine if that thing had, like, caught on fire or something. Oh, well, yeah, because he's, he's a little dude in the movie. I forgot how right? small he was when he first shows up, and uh, and that suit makes him look so f- massive. Pretty intimidating, huh? Yeah, well, probably because it's fitted with an air, with an air conditioner. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so this screenplay had been offered to and rejected by virtually every big director in Hollywood before Verhoeven got hold of it. Uh, He threw it away after reading the first pages, convinced it was just another dumb action movie. Uh, However, his wife, uh, we owe her a lot because she read it all the way through and convinced him that the story was layered with many satirical and allegorical elements, after which Verhoeven finally decided to direct the film. And as they say, the rest is history. There it is. So, uh... Phil, I figured this is this is probably your kind of movie, man. Am I right? Oh yeah, dude. This has a nostalgia factor on top of everything. Uh, it was 
it was great to go back and rewatch this one, man. I'd forgotten how much of a classic it was. I haven't watched it in forever. Um, it's it's just kind of a fun action superhero movie. It's like playing Doom in God mode, if you remember doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that they kind of came up, well, I, I don't know if they came up with it, but they used the superhero movie formula uh, before, you know, all the Marvel movies and stuff came out. Um, yeah, he's, he's just an awesome character, man. I love, I love him. I love the big prototype machine bad guy falls over and sounds like a little gremlin laying on the ground. Uh, Ed two Oh nine. Yeah. That's a cool ass <laughs> bad guy, man. The thing was intimidating. Right. Well, you know, until the squeaking and baby sounds, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, this movie's a classic, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely eighties, but it's. It's it's really fun eighties. I, I, I didn't I didn't care that it was a little bit dated. What'd you think, Brian? Uh this is one of those classic movies for me. This was I was am a huge fan of this movie. As a kid it blew my mind because it was so mm-hmm. violent. And it still kinda blows my mind that we was getting we that I was allowed to watch something like this because I, I remember seeing yeah. this in the theater. Mm-hmm. I mean Everything from uh, what is that guy? Emil, the guy that, that gets the toxic waste dumped on him, and then he just gets splattered by the car. Oh, right? that was a crazy that, scene. That is that still holds up. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. The effects and, are awesome on that one. Yeah, and Murphy, the whole the whole sh- him getting shot up and his hand blown off and all kinds of stuff. I was like, wow, it's brutal. Yes, it is. And and then you got all the other stuff that I you know I didn't really understand understand as a kid but as an adult i notice you know all the media influence capitalism oh absolutely the, yeah. the privatizing the police and all all that kind of stuff yep so you know this movie as as you get older you know it, you kind of just notice new stuff different layers to the movie it's like an onion yeah <laughs> and uh, like an ogre it's got yeah. so many uh it's got so many catchphrases, you know. Lance, you brought it up earlier. Uh, I'll buy that for a dollar. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the classic RoboCop. You're dead or uh, dead or alive. You're coming with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. But something I noticed rewatching it, Peter Weller kind of looks like a cyborg already. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. know if it, I don't know if it's that the weight loss you brought up from wearing the suit, but he just kind of <laughs> has this. His, I don't know. His face just kind of looks like he is possibly a cyborg underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got like weird sunken in features. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it has a ton of people in it. Uh, Ronnie Cox, oh, uh, yeah. Kurtwood Smith, as he was a badass villain in this. Uh, Clarence, mm-hmm. Red Foreman, right? Yeah, a little. <laughs> and a little fact I read that he is his character is molded after I forgot the guy's name but uh the guy was an actual like nazi commander or something are you serious i never yeah and, uh, the, the the glasses and everything the round frames no kidding oh okay. it's exactly what the guy would have wore so right. that was interesting yeah In he fact, was a pretty vicious bad guy mm-hmm. um miguel uh ferrer ferrer if right. i'm saying his name right yeah, yeah r.i.p to him he pat- yeah he was in this as bob he's a great actor mm-hmm but the one thing that never held up for me as a child and as an adult was uh, Dick Jones at the end falling, his little claymation body falling down at the end. Yeah. Well, it's so it's so bad. Uh, they ran out of money. <laughs> they ran out of money at the end, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
But and overall, I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and I love the way that they uh, uh, like they tie in the commercials and oh, stuff yes. that are yes. showing on yes. TV. It's such a cool like filmmaking trick, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, I brilliant. thought it, it it fit perfectly and added a little bit of quirk to what would otherwise be just a a regular action movie. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you you get that in other uh, Verhoeven movies, like especially like uh, Starship Troopers, right? So I always love that about his movies, but. Uh, Lance, Robocop. Uh, Verhoeven, yeah, Verhoeven is it, it was one of my favorite directors as I was growing up, uh, high school, college, those years. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think he's uh, is he Dutch? Is that right? I think he's like yeah. from the Netherlands originally. But um, yeah, he was. I'm from Holland. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that weird? <laughs> there's, two, there's two things. Two things I can't abide: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures. And the Dutch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, um, total, uh, total Recall, like you guys were mentioning, um, one, of my, one of my favorite movies of that time period. Classic. Uh, no surprise, this, this was one of, my, one of my favorites of the time period. Starship Troopers, badass movie. Did uh, he also do Basic Instinct? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess he did. It's kind of oh, a, wow. I guess you'd call that like a thriller, huh? Like a... Erotic thriller or, or whatever. He loves the oh, ladies. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. oh hell yeah, he loves the ladies. <laughs> it's probably it's probably why he decided why he chose to do showgirls. Man, he probably had a lot of action going on in the back. And uh, I know I read he he wanted more nudity in this movie. You know what? Considering how much cocaine was used in this movie, I have no doubt that he would that it was it was art imitating life with Verhoeven. <laughs> I have no doubt whatsoever. <laughs> Snorting of co- cocaine off of strippers uh, or hookers dude, or sure, whatever. I'm sure there was plenty of cocaine and, and plenty of <laughs> sex going going on with this guy's this guy's movies. But um, yeah, no, I love I love this director. Um, even even Showgirls, as horrible as it was, it was still fun to watch because it no, had that, yeah. it, it's. I think he knew what he was doing. I really do. I think it. I think the whole thing from Showgirls was an end joke. And I think it was a pay, it was a paycheck for him, but I also think it was a, a chance for him to kind of like give the middle finger at people's yeah. expectations. I mean, even the casting of uh, what's her name from Saved by the Bell. Oh I, God, that was <laughs> crazy. Berkeley. Because yeah, because you you thought of her, she was the smart, mm-hmm. straight like straight laced girl on the show, and in this one, she's just a. A dirty, dirty stripper. Right. Yeah. With everybody. <laughs> and of all the chicks from Saved by the Bells to see naked, she's not the one I would have picked. But. Right. <laughs> hey, you got to take I wasn't unhappy with it. Yep. Right. Um, I had forgotten how good Nancy Allen is and uh, mm-hmm. how, how much she shows up in a lot of a lot of really classic sci-fi and horror movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's she's been she's been a favorite. She's been on our radar since. uh uh, Carrie, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh but, yeah, um, yeah. She's got she's got quite a body of work, and uh, you know Ronnie, Ronnie Ronnie Cox and Ray and Ray Wise, dude. I totally freaking forgotten that Ray Ray Wise was in this movie. You know, and these guys are these guys are legends. Uh, you guys talked about uh, Kurtwood Smith, uh, Miguel Ferrer, poor guy. You know, he died. He definitely died before his time, but. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. him in the uh, uh, the TV version of the S- Stephen King's The Stand? Slightly, yeah. Slightly. He, he was really good in that one, man. He was uh, he was the dude that he wasn't the walking dude himself, 
but uh, he was he was kind of like the main the main dude that uh, that the walking dude uh, he got him he got him out of prison. Mm. He kind of supernaturally helped him escape, and uh, he had him kind of run Vegas for him, where all the where all the bad guys were, and for the for the showdown. Like uh, they're they're redoing they're redoing it. I think uh, Brian, didn't you say they're coming out with a new version of the stand? Yeah, I think it's going to be a new TV miniseries. So okay, I'm looking Netflix, forward to it. Or... I hope it's Netflix. Yeah, hopefully Netflix or some something where they're not you know shackled. But even this mm. one, which was on network TV, I thought was 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 really damn good, and I thought Farrah was a big part of that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I I just think Ver, Verhoeven always knows exactly what he's doing, and. I don't think he takes himself too seriously, and I think his movies are are, are a lot of fun. This one's no exception. Um, but at the same time, I mean, his I think his wife definitely was onto something because if you if you read this script, it you guys are right. It's saying a lot about society and eerily accurate predictions on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't you guys agree? I mean. Have we not sunk down to I'll buy that for a dollar TV pretty much at this point with like uh, these reality shows and bullshit like that? Pretty yeah. much. Except I'm sure that guy would have already gotten sued. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, yeah, and, 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 and just look at uh, the whole thing in the movie about old Detroit and new Detroit. Yeah. Because it was it was not that crazy uh, when the movie was made, but Detroit is... Mm-hmm. You know, a wasteland now. And mm-hmm. I would assume, Phil, considering where you grew up, that you realized that that city they were filming in was not Detroit. Oh, where where is it? Dude, you didn't recognize your hometown? Is it Dallas? Yes. <laughs> oh, check that out. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's fam- famously filmed in Dallas uh, as a substitute for Detroit for whatever reason. It's probably huh. cheaper, cheaper to film there or something like that. Maybe it was easier to get the cocaine there. Because they're so much closer Maybe. to the border, yeah, you know? cartel. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, RoboCop, man, this is a fucking classic. There's no two ways about it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, Brian. I'm glad you decided uh, to pair this one with Upgrade. They go pretty well together. Although I think that we'll talk about. We're definitely going to talk about another movie that you kind of hit on in the news section. That's not happening. That the original mm-hmm. reminded me a lot more of Upgrade, really, if you think about it. But um, okay. we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, fucking a RoboCop. What's not to like? Scores. Yeah. Who's first? What do you think, Brian? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go first. Uh, this is oh, nine point five out of ten. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this yep. movie is a classic. I, I revisit it a lot. Right. This is uh, definitely one of those movies. When I was a kid, I just watched it. So I got so into it. I, I even watched all the shitty sequels and uh, TV series. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot who I was talking to on Facebook. They just totally re- reminded me that there was an animated series also. So, oh, wow. I, d- yeah. I don't remember that. I th- yeah, I, think we I barely do. It yeah. came out at a time when everything had a cartoon. Yeah. Right, right. But... um. Yeah, love this movie. Um, it is a classic. It will always be a classic. Nine point nine and a half out of ten. Wow, don't get yeah. too much better than that. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a nine, man. I think it was uh, 
it definitely holds up right there with you know Terminator and Predator and Total Recall and all those all those big badass action movies that were coming out at the time. And uh, this is right up there at the top of the heap. Damn. <laughs> well, shit, guys. I mean, what am I supposed to do here? You know, 9.59. Yeah, it's a strong 9. <laughs> it's a classic, classic, man. Absolute classic. There's no two ways about it. And uh, one thing's for sure, I, I was watching it during my, uh, my lunch hour at work because I usually, that's why I usually try to check out like a TV show. Uh, when I'm at work, because it's like exactly an hour, and I don't have to worry about you know going going over or rushing, rushing mm-hmm. to, you know get clocked back in or whatever. Um, that guys, I'm not gonna lie, I kept my office door shut and I watched the whole movie. <laughs> Fuck <Hell> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop. And you know what? It's one that um, I think I think it's I think it's one that that bears that bears watching over and over again. You know, I just think it gets better better with age, and it's. It's so awesome the way he predicted so much that it's actually come true, you know? Mm-hmm. The privatization of, of law enforcement and all that shit. And it's kind of a cautionary tale, isn't it? You know, we better be careful. Because um, mm-hmm. if the, the robots uh, are coming. Yeah, well, if the corporate gurus don't, you know, <laughs> don't want to get arrested, all they got to do is, is write a little fourth, fourth protocol there. And uh, yeah. they got nothing mm-hmm. to worry about, right? Oh, but I, I love that part at the end where he, he turned and looked at me and said, uh, oh, but you know. Oh, by the way, Dick. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Bam. Great way to take him out. All right, you guys ready to move on? Uh, sci-fi thriller action horror. Well, you know kind what? Of a, a mix. Call it, call it what you want to call it. But when I fucking saw this movie, I think uh, Brian, you you had us watch the trailer for it a couple of months mm-hmm. back. I was all in, dude. It's like this yeah. is going to be fucking awesome. Um, and then, and then, and then, when we found out the director and writer was Lee Whannell, I was kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. The original Saw was really good, you know. The original Saw was good, and then he also did, uh, well, the other Saws and uh, <laughs> those Insidious movies and. Oh boy, I was starting to get a little nervous, but it looked fucking fantastic from the trailer. So I definitely went in with super high hopes. So director and writer Lee Whannell, also known for, as we said, Saw and Insidious. Uh, this film was originally titled Stem, and as of the uh, collecting of the trivia, which was yesterday afternoon, uh, the film is doing uh, unexpectedly well with critics. Uh, thus far, as of yesterday, it, it had been up to an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's pretty good. Um, Brian, you want to go first, man? I think you saw it before we did, right? You, you saw it when it first came out? Yeah. Um, let me say, I like the fact that I brought up all the genres that I think is mixed up with. I think I, I love mm-hmm. that about the movie. Um, I love the world they created, the, all the technology. Yes. Yeah, it's cool. And what gives me hope about the spawn movie is that this movie was only on a five billion dollar budget mm-hmm. nice and they used it blumhouse knows how to use their budget well they did because it doesn't look like a five million dollar movie yeah no I, kidding um i loved all the enhancements to the the upgraded people mm-hmm. um this movie kind of felt like a like an extended episode of black mirror kind of it, I oh got yeah, that, I got that same feeling, dude. 
I, I didn't the think same about that feeling about t- ten or fifteen minutes into it. Yeah. I like it. And uh, Lance, I think your boy Dane DeHaan is in trouble. I think we have oh, a yeah? new Dane DeHaan. Whoever really? this, uh, this this guy was, he gave me such a Dane DeHaan vibe. Are the, you the, serious? Tom Hardy. <laughs> he gave me a t- I thought I was watching Venom. No, 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 no. The the doctor guy. Oh, the blonde haired dude. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, yeah, that makes okay. sense. <laughs> no, not, not, not Tom Hardy's doppelganger. No, I'm with but, you. Okay, but. For all that being said, I was slightly disappointed because mm-hmm. I felt like I seen most of the good stuff in the trailer. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> There's some and badass I, fight scenes in it, but the yeah. best one show in the trailer. Yeah. Um, I thought the plot twist, one of the plot twists, we'll get to it later, was kind of predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the acting was fine from everybody. It's just that, yeah, we didn't get we didn't get time to even know these characters, so it's just kind of, I don't know. I didn't I didn't care when anybody died or felt like a rush job, didn't it? Yeah, but yeah, for the most part, done a little more world world building. It was yeah, a cool world to watch. You no, know? yeah, for the most part, I, I I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. The the yep. world they created, so. Yeah, me too, man. I, I I thought it was I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, there's definitely some plot holes in it, which we'll get to in spoilers because I have some questions. And you know, they didn't take me out of the movie too too much, but there was a couple of times where I was like, wait, but that doesn't make sense. Uh, I I like the uh, I like the acting. I thought it was pretty good. Um, this fake Tom Hardy guy. Uh, there's there's something about him that I can't decide whether I like him or if he kind of annoys me a little bit. Some of his little quirks are just, and mm-hmm. I think it's on a personal level. I don't think it had anything to do with his acting. It was just a some of his quirks are slightly obnoxious to watch. Okay. Um. And uh, let's see. I it, it was super gory, and I I thought that that was pretty cool. I didn't expect that. There was a. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the death scenes, uh, which we'll get to in spoilers, I'm sure, um, it kind of made me jump back for a second. I was like, oh, <laughs> like audibly did that in the theater. Um, and the, the the effects I thought were really good. And, you know, like you said, you had some some great fight scenes in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Even though, like I said, that one that you see in the trailer is, is definitely the best one. It's also the longest one. The rest of the fight scenes are just kind of real fast. And uh, I wish they'd maybe done a little more of that, mm-hmm. and more of the whole world building. There's eyes watching you everywhere because that was I, I feel like a creepy aspect that they could have tackled. There's a lot in this movie uh, that could have made it great. Um, okay, and I wish maybe they'd gone a couple of different directions with it, and it, it, and we could have had a really cult classic hit on our hands. Uh, but. Having said that, like I said, I, I really, I really did have fun with it. I thought it was a good movie. It, it had me, it had me pretty glued to the screen. Right. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys put it, put it just, just the exact way I'm thinking. I mean, um, the world building was awesome. I loved seeing the. Uh, I thought the car that that uh, that his wife drove was just fucking amazing. Yeah, that and was cool. cool that's effects. on point because I, I think cars will be like that. Within yeah. uh, within ten or fifteen years, um, probably more than half the cars on the road. I think if you want to drive a car, you'll like old school like he was. 
where you like to, you know, work, work with your hands and feel the horsepower and feel the steering wheel and all that. Um, I love, I actually love that aspect. Um, and I, uh, Phil, this kid, this dude didn't, he didn't, uh, irritate me at all, man. I, I, I really like, I really like the performance that he gave, man. I thought, uh, he was, uh, he was just kind of like an, an everyman, you know? Yeah. I love um, the badass mechanic character that he played, you know? Oh, he sold me on it, dude. He, he, he sold me hook, line and sinker. I was like believing everything. Um, especially early on in this movie. But I, I will say that the first the first 20 minutes of this movie um, had me had me hooked and, and had me riveted to my seat. And I was thinking, okay, this is probably going to be a top five. I was honestly thinking 20 minutes into this thing that this was going to be a, a top five for me uh, by the end of the year. And then you had the one little plot hole. And then... You had another little plot hole. And then the whole thing started falling apart. And then it feels like they just made shit up on the fly by the end of this thing, man. Nothing made any sense to me. Um, yeah. Which I we'll get into that. in spoilers, but uh, it just fucking completely fell apart. Now, that being said, I enjoyed the first part so much that my, there's no way my score my score is going to be, you know, lower lower than 50-50. Yeah, it's definitely going to be more good than bad, but not by much, man, because uh, the script was just so bad. <laughs> so so poorly written, man. Um, and and the, the movie that I, that I was referring to that and I, I think I can say this spoiler free, but a lot of the a lot of the elements of this movie really reminded me of The Crow. Mm-hmm. And that was actually the part that I really liked. And I thought it was just going to be a straight ahead revenge flick. And when it turned into something kind of different and made a left turn, I was like, no, you didn't have to do that. That's not really the kind of movie that that we need here, you know? I was enjoying it so much the way it was going, you know? Um, but Twist and turn themselves around backwards. Yeah, to where it made no sense, <laughs> you know, at least to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, I enjoyed it more than I didn't, for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this dude in some other roles. There's no doubt about that. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that they had, um, you know, I thought I thought some of the uh, some some of the some of the villains were were pretty despicable, which is cool. You know, anytime they can make you really hate the villains, um, the Dane DeHaan guy, as you were referring to, Brian, uh, was pretty much as bad an actor as Dane DeHaan. Um, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't bother me. I thought he, he, he worked in this me. movie. And really? He bothered me. Yeah, kind of. But the special effects were fucking awesome, especially yeah. on a $5 million uh, budget. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was really, uh, really believable. Whoever did, like, the set design and the and, and the SFX, um, man, especially on that budget, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's, there's, some bright, there's some bright futures for some of these people. Involved a lot in the of, movie, but uh, no, a lot of practical effects, a lot of practical effects, and a lot of good digital effects that that were pretty well yeah. hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Wanell, ah, I'm sorry, guys, he just he doesn't do it for me, man. No, the first no. the first saw was oh, pretty clever, but after that, uh, what what were you going to say, Brian? Uh, I had a question. Do you think that maybe he should have just wrote this movie, and maybe a, the director could have took what he written and kind of made it into something more than what it was or well i don't know man i mean like who who would you have in mind to 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 direct this 
I, I don't know. It's, it's just kind of thinking because you're, you're mentioning the plot holes. Maybe he couldn't really see it being both writer and director. Yeah. Because he just uh, thinks, you know what okay, I mean? Maybe, maybe, maybe somebody, I don't, I don't have maybe, anybody in mind, maybe, but someone like with John, a different. Maybe the John Wick guys or, or somebody like yeah, that? Yeah, somebody, oh, somebody. That could have been cool. Hmm. Yeah, this had potential to be point. John Wick cool. But right. It, it just, it didn't quite get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Story, for me, story fell flat, but, uh, you know, I, I'm still glad I went, you know. Mo- yeah. Mm-hmm. Our movie pass, as of as of yesterday, is still scanning and still getting us into the movie, so, yeah. you know, can't argue yeah. with that. Keep your, keep your ticket stub, though. I had a, a moment where I took a picture of the ticket stub, because that's what they have you do afterwards now. And uh, the app, like, crashed on me. Oh. And I, I didn't find out until a few days later when I tried to open it again that it didn't take that ticket stub. Fortunately, I had put it in the shelf at home just in case. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like I like how if you don't take the picture, they'll just cancel your account. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. granted, though, Philip, didn't you say they give you they give you a couple of times where you can, you know, benefit of the doubt, where you say, well, I ticket blew away in a high wind or I forgot to save it and take a picture or something like that. Don't they give you two, Phil? I think they give you one fuck up and then the next one you're out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) There was a fucking ice cream man that just came by Uh, our house in the middle of nowhere. It's like dark outside. (laughs) Wow. Hey, Galveston, Texas, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, guys. Uh, Scores? Yeah. Um, I'll give it a seven. I liked it. Not bad. I liked the world. Uh, Lance, you said it. Great special effects. Great practical effects. The acting was okay. It's just um, mm-hmm. the story was lacking. So seven cool. out of ten. Yeah. I, uh, I I had to really think about this score because I wasn't really sure what to think about it when I walked out of the theaters. There was like there's a, a whole lot of pros and some cons and uh after sitting about it and thinking about it for a couple of days uh i'm gonna give it a 7.5 man i really had a i really Damn. had a good time nice. and uh i'd totally be up for watching this movie again yeah how about if they did some sequels man would you be interested in that uh yeah i think so and maybe mm-hmm. with a bigger budget or something Mm-hmm. um with somebody else writing it yeah yeah, right. well, and they they could give you more into that world because I think it was it's they they set everything up so cool, but they didn't really show you a ton of it. Yeah, it it right. might be cool because you might get the the character. What was his name? Gray. Right. Yeah, you might get him as kind of a villain type character in the sequel because oh yeah of the way the movie. I don't not going to spoil it, but the way it ended could. Well, could go that way. Yeah, any, anybody who's seen the trailer knows that it could go any any number of ways, or anyone who's seen any of these types of movies. Yeah. Um, so you think it may be somebody more like a Jordan Peele or, or somebody like that? Um, Give it a better spin, I maybe? I don't know if this is his type of movie to do. Yeah. So. I'd say focus more on the action, too. Oh, yeah, good point. Instead of um, Instead of the couple of big fight scenes that they telegraphed in the in the trailer, add add like more to it. You yeah, know, I, I like your idea with the John Wick guys because they they, mm-hmm. they also tell a pretty good story with the yeah. John Wick movie. So, yeah, not a bad thought. Um, well, I definitely, like I said, I liked it more than I didn't like it. So 
for me, it, it, uh, it gets a six, you know? So, uh, that's fair. Yeah. We, so we all, we all do recommend that you check it out, especially if you have movie pass. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's um, fun. You won't, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. I'll, I'll never watch it again, you know, unless there's absolutely nothing else on, which is impossible in this day and age. But, uh, yeah. I'm not, but you're not I'm mad not, you I'm watched mad. it. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not mad that I watched it. So, uh, about those spoilers, guys. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right. I will start it off. Uh, the one thing that really I kind of thought I was going to watch a movie that was just hardcore graphic. Mm-hmm. From watching the Red Band trailer, like there's scenes where um, he's interrogating the well, Stem is interrogating the one guy, mm-hmm. and he cuts up his face. Yes. Yeah. It, you you didn't see him cut up his face, and then <laughs> when you, and then when you cut to his, or not, I don't want to say cut to his face, but right. go to his face, <laughs> it didn't really look how it sounded. I know. Uh, I thought he was like popping eyeballs out and shit. Yeah. And right. I thought like his, maybe like half his face was gone or something or mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. And then the scene where the, 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 the main guy, he was fighting at the end, the guy that looked like a pedophile, Oh, geez, that, yeah. that whole, uh, it was, it was a brutal death, but I kind of thought it was just going to be more graphic. Mm hmm. And my yeah. wife, she, she I would wanted like to, to have seen a cooler fight scene on that one. Yeah, she wanted to go. She really wanted to go see this movie, and she couldn't make it. Oh no! And I kind of told her it wasn't. It wasn't how the trailer made it seem as far as the the violence. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of tapped out. Uh, eh, it's worth well, a watch. Yeah. yeah. It definitely is has some cool action, and yeah, but, that scene where he kills that dude and, and like cuts his head in half. Wow! Yeah. Right, that was awesome. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> where he, he pulled back on him and uh yeah <laughs> that was the best kill so yeah you're right brian it it got all the really good shit out of the way like in the first 20 or 30 minutes <laughs> but there was some cool shit like all the the, the villains i love i love their little guns uh built into their hands and how they loaded them yeah, I thought that was yeah, pretty cool. I, I thought that was a little silly. I, I, did, I didn't uh, see the reason for that. I guess I they're also, saying they're like mutants or upgraded. I guess they're all upgraded. Is a, that? A, a new, yeah, the new race of people, the upgraded. Right? And I, I like the main villain guy. He had the nanobots that he would he would uh, that were in his spit or whatever in his breath. Oh, that he was pretty sneezed. cool, man. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> it was a goofy way to do it, but I like the effect. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the what about that car chase scene, man? I thought that was kind of boring as far as car chase. Boring, boring car chase scene. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, she she should have been dead. And I feel like impact. they yeah. they probably used a lot of the budget on that, and it was Possibly. totally an unnecessary scene. Right. Not to mention, while he was driving, and even a couple of other times. Stem had like already taken over his body completely, and uh, I thought it was Stem driving. And then it's, at one point, Stem goes, "You're yes. going to have to do this on your own." Well, yeah. And uh, I'm like, "What?" Because the car's not electronic. I'm like, you, "You're controlling his body. What do you mean he has to do it on his own?" He's, right. he's made no sense. Supposed to be not wanting to do this, and you're you're making him do it, and he has no yeah, choice. Because they had that line where he's not able to read his mind or anything. 
Mm-hmm. So it kind of like, how do you know he's a great driver or anything? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's that just, too. You're just assuming he is. And then, like, there was one point where he's, uh, you know, he's he's let Stem take over again, and Stem's kicking everybody's ass, and uh, like he's he's running up the stairwell, and Stem tells him to turn left or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why did you just tell him to turn left if you've got control of his body? Was that? <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, they hmm. did that like three or four times, and I was like, yeah, kind of like overly it, telegraphed everything, like we're a really stupid audience or something. Well, it was just where Stem was supposed to be in control, and then they right. they kind of went back and forth from Stem being in control to Stem not being in control, all in the <laughs> right. same Make up like your mind. <laughs> yeah, all in the same five second period. Um, uh-huh. and I, it that that sort of took me out of it a little bit. Yeah, what'd you guys think about the very ending? The kind of the kind of dark ending that almost saved it for me. I really I really liked that. It it kind of did for me because I. I knew the one guy was involved, the mm-hmm. blonde Dane DeHaan. Right. Well, yeah. And you I knew was just the kinda, bad guy from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I see. Because, you know, why did he show up to the hospital to help him? Because he fixed yeah. a, built a car for you. It's very generous of you. Mm-hmm. But then when it turned out that he was just following Stem's order, I was like, oh, okay, that that's a lot better for me. Yeah, yeah, but then it was like so uh, for me. <laughs> all of their conversations stupid. at the beginning of the movie suddenly like didn't make, make a whole sense. lot of sense anymore. If Stem had control of the company or control of this guy or whatever, right? Like he was doing it against his will, but I mean he obviously wasn't at the beginning, and then he made it seem like that at the end. I I don't know. I, like well, uh, that was that was those twists. I think they just they just came up with out of nowhere at the end, and they yeah. almost went dream sequence. And I was like, I, yeah. I was like about to just get up and walk out. I was like, oh, don't fucking do that. Now, now I'm thinking of another scene that kind of just threw it off because okay, he's following Stem's order through this whole movie, right? So is he trying to shut him down on purpose? When he's ha- when he's hacking in to remote shut him down or whatever it was, was I don't know. that Seems him like trying to should have shut him down before that if he knew that Stem was this monster and he's going to come and kill everybody? Yeah. Right. So I I don't understand. Was was that him purposely trying to shut him down, or was that Stem trying to make it seem like he was trying to shut him down? <laughs> I don't Good know. It, yeah. See, they they, they left some Lee questions <laughs> What, what, were you, what were you saying, Phil? Oh yeah, I was just saying that. Yeah, I mean, it just it just leaves a lot of open ended questions that they didn't right. really answer. Like like you were saying, I think they just came up with all the twists just kind of on the fly. They were like, ah, this movie needs something else at the end. Let's let's do some different things. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if there were alternate endings to this. There probably was. Mm-hmm. Could could and. Be. And I, I just really didn't care about some of the characters. You know, it's that's fucked up. His wife got killed, but you didn't get, you know, you didn't really get to know her. The, the what, what is her name? I can't think of the actress's name. The one that played the detective. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen I, her I, when, stuff before. There, there yeah, were no was, like superstars in this movie. Yeah, she was in Get Out. She oh, was okay. the one. She was the maid or the whatever. Okay, but oh, was when she. she yeah, when she got shot in this, that's, I was just like, that's uh, where I knew who, her from. Yeah, when she got shot at the end, I was like, oh, who cares? Right. You didn't yeah. really do nothing during <laughs> a movie. Rough, 
Yeah, I wasn't super, super upset when the cop died. Now, I, uh-huh. I, I did feel a little something when the wife died, especially once he was uh, like a, you know, a paraplegic or whatever, right. quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like his mom was helping him and he couldn't do anything. And he was just, you know, sitting there and thinking about everything and just kind of starts crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought that was a great scene, man. That showed some yeah. depth from this guy. I agree. Uh, he I agree. Did, I like he, that as well. He did do well uh, because you guys brought up uh, other parts of his acting, but I thought he did really good when he was playing uh, Paralyzed. You know, mm-hmm. his the way he moved in the Absolutely. wheelchair, the way he would just move his head, and the way he just the way he acted, I yep. thought was really good. Very, very Although, believable. I think there were a couple of times when he when he sort of like uh, he he sat up a little too far to be a quadriplegic. Oh, oh when, when he's laying on the bed. Well, he's laying on the bed, and when he's in the chair, there's a couple of times he like leans forward, and I'm like, okay, that takes okay. some back muscle to do that. Yeah, there was a scene. <laughs> right? There was a scene when the detective was questioning while he was laying in bed. Uh huh. And he just kind of s- sat his head up to say something to her, and I was like, your head is way far up off that pillow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hmm. I guess some neck muscles. Did yeah, that didn't take me out of it. I d- I didn't really. Pay pay attention to that too much. Yeah, it's just just some <laughs> little, little things, there, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, well, and there's a lot of little nitpicky things. Right. And I think that that was like I I don't even know if I'd so much call them plot holes, although some of them are. Uh, but yeah, some of the stuff is just little nitpicky things. Well, it's no RoboCop, guys. <laughs> it was no, no RoboCop. Um, but yeah, I think we've we probably spent enough time on this one, right? Yeah. Oh, so it's good though. Go check it out. Yeah, yeah, worth worth watching, but definitely no RoboCop. So we had a classic movie uh, this week, and then a not so classic. So uh, hopefully next week we'll have two really good ones. But um, we definitely want to thank you guys for all listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. Um, as we said earlier, <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, I kid, I kid. <laughs> you're not, you know, we love you guys, you know, whether you, whether you give us reviews or not, but, uh, yeah. But if you give kid- us reviews, we love you more. <laughs> well, all kidding aside, uh, if you're not in a position to, to review, just say, definitely send us an email. Um, that's what we, that's what we really love to get as well thought out emails. Cause we want to, we want you guys to direct the show. You know, we don't want to just kind of sit here in a vacuum and, 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 and put stuff out there. We definitely want the feedback. So. Um, don't do not forget to reach us out to us at the horror returns at gmail.com. Uh, Brian, where, where else are we now? Uh, we are of course, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm trying to figure out this Tumblr thing. I'm getting there, but we're also on there. And of course, uh, look for our shows on iTunes and also Podbean. We're everywhere. <laughs> We try. We try. Uh, and next week, we're going to have a special guest. If you guys remember the second annual March Madness show, one of our guests, uh, Thomas Mariani, is he's going to be back. And he's got a new uh, podcast to promote. I was actually listening to the first episode today. Uh, it's called Double Edged Double Bill. And uh, Double Edged because they've got a really good movie that they review and then a piece of shit. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. That's that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and the the two movies, uh, the way they were picking them was kind of interesting. I'll have to ask him how they came up with this idea, but I think one of them like 
the two hosts, one of them picks a number between 1 and 10. And uh, wh whichever one they're closest to, I think they have certain movies uh, written down on a scale or something like that. Whichever one they're closest to, they pick. Um, so this first one they did, uh, uh, the shitty movie they did was Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, that is shit. Yeah, yeah that's 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 <laughs> the, too bad the, to watch. The only thing good about it is Nick Cage goes full Nick Cage in that movie. Right. Yeah. No, no playing around on that one, right? Nope. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're we're uh, we're looking forward to next week because, as you guys recall, um, one of my uh, honorable mentions for top ten straight horror movies of all time was uh, the the Legacy. You guys remember me yes. talking about that one? Yes, I'm very uh, interested. I've never seen this. I'm very interested in watching. Yeah, it. me too. All right. Well, cool. We're going to cover that and the now this one I'm really looking forward to. I don't know about you guys, but uh Oh yeah. Hereditary. I, it looks cool. I hope it is not being overhyped. Well, we'll uh in, we'll find out in, soon enough. <laughs> scare, scariest movie since The Exorcist. They better deliver. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. That line wow. scares me. Uh-oh. Didn't realize they were saying that. It, it's in the trailer. So Okay, well, we'll uh we'll hope for the best. So and prepare uh, Brian, for the worst. Prepare for the worst. Uh Brian, until the horror returns again. Good night.